Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. You got it? Title of this message is Put on your armor like a duck. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 says, Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got to be like a duck. Okay, go ahead and have a seat. You'll figure, you'll figure this out as, as I go along today. I was, <laughs> I was reading about ducks, and uh, that's how I got this message, just about reading about ducks. And I was reading about several different types of ducks. You got the ugly duckling, a person who is ugly, but who is expected to become beautiful as they mature. Because out of an ugly duckling can become a magnificent swan, far more beautiful than a duck. Then you have duct tape. And if, it can't, if you can't fix it with duct tape, it's not worth fixing. And the third one is a sitting duck, an obvious target. But I'm not going to be talking about any of those ducks today because I was actually reading about preparing ourselves in our daily life. And my husband always used to say, let it flow like water off a duck's back. Anybody remember that? He always said that. And I really, honestly, never really quite understood that whole saying, let it flow off like water off a duck's back. Because I didn't understand why a duck didn't get waterlogged and how water just flowed right off their back. So when I began to look at this spiritually, the Bible says that we are not to allow the cares of the world or temptations or problems or trials to get to us. They should flow off of us just like water off a duck's back. And that is what the scripture says, that we need to put on the whole armor. So what I did is I started looking up some four causes for ducks to lose their waterproofing. See, ducks are waterproofed, and there's a reason that they're waterproofed, and I want to share that with you this tonight. I'm so used to being in the morning. Um, I want to share that with you, but there are four ways that they can lose their waterproofing in the same way that we can lose our waterproofing. These four ways, and I'm going to go over them one by one, but there's four ways. Number one, living where there's not enough water to keep themselves clean. Secondly, the preening gland is not producing enough oil. Third, they have dirty and muddy feathers. And four, they have parasites that can weigh the feathers down. So, number one, how do ducks lose their waterproofing? Number one, by living where there is not enough water to keep themselves clean. Water cleanses, refreshes, it satisfies, it fills, it purifies. And if we are not around water regularly, we begin to stink. We build up plaque on our teeth, and we build up odor on the body. The water that we cleanse with 
has got to be pure in order for it to do its job. We cannot bathe in dirty water and assume that we are going to have a clean body. If we are not coming around the water, then there is a very clear assumption that we are not being bathed regularly. See, what will cause a duck not to be waterproofed is when they are not around water. They need to be around water in order for them to constantly be cleansed. And if we're not coming around the water, which is the presence of the Holy Spirit, then we are going to develop an odor also. Our attitude begins to stink. Our words begin to stink. Our thoughts begin to stink. Our heart begins to stink. It's like a man who had Limburger cheese on his food for lunch, and he had a big old thick mustache. And after he ate it, he didn't look in the mirror to see that there was a little bit of Limburger cheese stuck on his mustache. So he's going into the kitchen, and he's going, man, this room stinks. Goes into the bedroom, man, this room stinks. Goes into the living room, man, this room stinks. Everywhere he goes, everything stinks. And he goes, maybe I'll go outside. And he realized, he said, you know what? The whole world stinks. It wasn't the world, it was him who was stinky. If we don't live around water or enough water, if we are not jumping into his word and washing ourselves daily, we're going to stink. See, we're in danger of becoming stinky. Just like a duck needs to stay in or near the water, you and I must stay in the water of the word to keep ourselves clean. That we need to renew our mind. That's why Romans 12:1 says that it, this thing has to be done daily. If we are not washing our mind daily, you know what's going to happen? You're going to pile stuff and pile stuff and pile stuff and pile stuff. And then you're going to wonder why you think the way you think. Then you're going to wonder why you act the way you act. Then you're going to wonder why you talk the way you talk. Then you're going to wonder why you feel the way you feel. Because all you've done is you've just isolated yourself from the cleansing of the word. we got to pray in order to keep ourselves washed. That's why I don't understand why when the Bible says not to forsake the assembling of yourselves, not to stop coming and meeting daily, this is where the washing gets this is like a giant pool. And we're jumping in every time we come to church. Every time you come to the altar, you're getting cleansed. You're getting washed. Especially if you're broken before the Lord. You know, tears are a cleansing. They cleanse you from the inside. And this is where it takes place right here. And people who don't come to the altar regularly, people who don't break before the presence of God, People who don't have a, a daily washing of the word, I think you might stink. You got to break before the presence of God. It takes a man to cry before the presence of God. Some of you, maybe you didn't grow up crying. Maybe you didn't grow up 
feeling like it was okay. But maybe that's the area that God wants to touch your life. You know, one of the first men that I read who was a man is in the book of Genesis with Joseph. The Bible said that he cried. He didn't just shed a tear. He sobbed. He wept. He grabbed his brothers. He grabbed his father, and he cried. And when you can break before the presence of God, there is a cleansing that takes place that doesn't take place any other way. Now, I'm not saying you have to do it right here, but you got to do it. You got to do it somewhere, somehow, some way. You got to do it. You got to stay close to the water. Secondly, another reason that a duck will get waterlogged is that their preening gland is not producing enough oil. Now, when it comes to oil, this is what really was interesting to me about a duck. Because in Old Testament times, people believed that oil rubbed onto the body imparted strength, health, and beauty. And since oil was a staple of life in biblical times, they used this oil for lighting, cooking, medicine, cosmetic purposes, hygiene, and hospitality. And it was also a symbol of both wealth and joy. What was interesting to me is that the more oil you had, the more people thought you were wealthy. The more they thought God's favor was on your life. If you didn't have enough oil, people thought you were poor, that God was not with you. That's why when the widow came to Elijah, and, Elijah, and he said, what do you have in your house? She said, I don't have anything. I just have a little bit of oil. That's all I got. And he says, go and get all the jars and, and, and take them, and they'll be all filled. And so she filled her all these jars with oil, with water, and they all turned to oil, and then she became a very wealthy woman. Before that, she was a widow who had no money. Then she became a widow who was wealthy. Oil was also used for sacred purposes, like consecrating altars and vessels and Anything that was for worship, anything that had been set apart for the Lord's purpose, had oil put on it. That's what the word anointed means. It means to be set apart for a specific mission. People were anointed and set apart to do a great work. Just like kings were appointed to rule, they were anointed with authority, strength, and honor. So what does oil have to do with anything? Well... What's interesting is that, see, ducks are not born waterproofed. Just because they're a duck, that doesn't mean that they can automatically swim and they can automatically be waterproofed. They have to make the effort to work themselves to be waterproofed. They have to purposefully do this. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever seen a duck, but they get their beak and they go around and you kind of see them like biting themselves. And then you see them kind of like mushing their beak all around their feathers. Well, they have a gland, an oil gland. And what they do is they get their beak and they fill it with oil. They have it. It's inside of them. They get it. They, they go around and they get to the back of them. They get some oil. And then they begin to coat their feathers with the oil. And they go all around, coating all their feathers on both sides, coating all of these 
feathers that they have, and they coat them so that they could be waterproofed. But they have to do it themselves. It is not done for them. They take the oil from a gland in the back and they spread it all around their feathers. If they did not do this, then they would become waterlogged. And when they become waterlogged, they can become sick and they can even sink and drown. Ducks can drown. It sounds funny, but they can drown if they do not take care of their feathers and oil them down. If you and I will take the word and use it like oil, like a duck uses to waterproof itself, then the things of the world, the things that the enemy brings against us will not stick. We will become waterproofed to the things of the world. They will not weigh you down. They will not be able to pull you down. They'll roll off you just like water off a duck's back. See, a part of the preening process is to comb their feathers with their beaks and to remove anything that shouldn't be there. They use their heads and their bills to reach around so that they know every part of what's going on in their life and in their body. Nothing is going on in their body that they don't know about. There is nothing that is taking place that has not been covered with oil. They watch this side and they watch this side and they watch in front of them. Everything is important for them to cover. They do not just come and say, well, I'm going to listen, but I'm not going to let it hit me. I'm not going to open myself up. I'm going to be here because I have to be here. But I'm not going to let the word seep in. The oil keeps their feathers shiny, and that's what allows the water to drop off in droplets. It's the oil. The word of God is our oil. And if we would read and study and take his word into our hearts and our minds, it's like that duck rubbing their feathers with oil. Because you're insulating yourself against the waters that would threaten to waterlog you, threaten to drown you. You're waterproofing yourself against the waters of adversity. That's why Isaiah 43.2 says, when you pass through the waters... I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. The Lord knew what the waters can do to us. It can be overwhelming for us. They can weigh us down. The waters that come in from the cares of our life, they can be very, very difficult to handle. But when they when we pass through the waters, when we go through the rivers, he will be with us if we're waterproofed. If we're waterproofed. The third thing about a duck, they lose their waterproofing when their feathers get dirty and muddy. Now, ducks need to keep their feathers in top condition to protect themselves against waterlogging while they're swimming, or even during the wet weather, because feathers are what keep 
the ducks warm and it allows them to fly. If their feathers are weighed down, if they're not coated with the oil, then they can't fly and they can't be kept warm. The way that they keep their feathers in good swimming and flying condition is through the preening, is through the oil. They insulate themselves against the cold temperatures. They insulate themselves with their feathers. And when I was thinking about feathers and how important they are to ducks, I was thinking of how important it is that we take care of the little things. That's what Pastor Rick was talking about this morning. The little foxes, that's what gets to us. We can coat the top and we can make sure that everything's going good on the outside. We all know how to talk. It's called Christian jargon. We all know what to say. If you've been here six months or, le- or, six months or more, you already know what to say. How are you doing? Blessed. How are you doing? Fine. You're dying on the inside. Totally. You're in your, you're in your last, last, last breath. Spiritually. But how are you doing? Fine. With a smile on your face. You take care of the top, but you don't take care of what's underneath. You're not taking the time to make sure that everything is oiled down. You just kind of cover the top. That's what happens when you come to the altar. You've heard a message, and you come to the altar, and you come, and you pray, and you cry, and then you walk away, and you don't do one thing about it. You're just taking care of the top. You haven't done anything else. But it's not the top that is the most important. It's everything underneath. It's all the stuff that people don't see. It's all the stuff that weighs you down. See, the top layer is just the top layer, but what you got underneath is what will pull you down. And sometimes you may look good here, but then why aren't you here most of the services? Because you're getting weighed down. Sometimes it's... Just what weighs us down? Stuff. Stuff weighs us down. We get entangled. What takes away the water logging for a duck is mud. We got to stay out of the mud. Mud, you know what mud does to oil on a duck? Mud squeezes out all the oil out of their feathers. It's got this chemical in it, all mud. It just takes all the oil out. That's why ducks cannot be in mud. They are allergic. They are not supposed to be in mud because it just sucks out all the oil from their feathers. They will not be able to stay waterlogged if they get muddy. And we get muddy all the time. We leave here and we go out into the world. And the world throws mud at us. They throw mud at us through the TV. Throw mud at us with the movies that we watch. Throw mud at us with the conversations that we listen to. Throw mud at us with just the cares of the world. We got mud and mud and mud and mud. And we sometimes come to church and we're so full of mud. But we're not washing ourselves. Oh, we just kind of do the little sprinkle. Oh, yeah, I came, and we just go. 
We just did a little sprinkle. You know how they used to do the little sprinkle? Some of us are so muddy, so dirty. And all we take is a little sprinkle, and we think, okay, I've had my sprinkle. I'm okay. Like when I used to go to church, as a, when I used to go to church, I used to do my hour, and I said, I'm good for the week. I did my hour. I did my duty to God and my country. Did my hour. That's how I thought of it. I just had to do my hour. Actually, it wasn't what, not even an hour, 45 minutes. And I was done. And I walked out of there feeling good. Was I muddy? Oh, yeah. I was real muddy. Nothing happened to me. Nothing changed my mind. Nothing transformed my heart. Nothing made me want to do anything to, to bring conviction in my life. I walked out of there as muddy as I walked in. Mud draws out the oil. It will take everything that the Word of God is trying to put in you. When you go out into the world and you get muddy, you got to get yourself cleansed. you got to clean yourself with the washing of the Word. You need to stay free of everything that will attach itself to you to draw out that oil. It's not just the mud, but it's the stuff of the world that weighs you down, that gets under your skin, that causes you irritation. We get so influenced by the world. So influenced. I don't very rarely watch TV because there's not too many good shows. I, I like to watch like something that's going to capture me like CSI or mm, stuff like that. Sometimes even that's too gory for me. I can't even watch that. I have to, uh. but, um, but some of you are watching that junk on TV, videos. MTV, what mud is that? That's a gross mud. That's a perverted mud. And it gets into your brain. It gets into your head. How do you think the enemy weighs you down? He weighs you down with what you see. He weighs you down with what you hear. If you don't see it and you don't hear it, the enemy cannot come against you. He cannot weigh you down. When you see it, you hear it, he's got you. He's got you. That's why you don't go to those movies and see those perverted movies. That's why you don't go and see those uh, graphic, violent movies. Because those, that's what the enemy uses for mud. He uses it to weigh you down. Sucks all the oil of the word of God that has been put on you. Takes it all out. The fourth and last thing that will cause a duck to lose their oil is a parasite, which are mites and lice. And the reason that it would cause them to lose their waterproofing is because Mites and parasites and lice, they weigh the feathers down and they cause an irritation. And when something is irritating you, like, a, like when the duck gets parasites, they cause the duck to overpreen, which means that they put too much oil. And what happens when you have too much oil, their feathers fall out. 
and they have bald spots in different places on their bodies. Because a parasite got in. Parasite got in. A, a lice got in. A mite got in. And what happened is that they didn't cover their body like they should have. They weren't taking care of all of the areas that they should have been doing. So now they got a little area in there and they keep thinking, oh, if I pray more in that area, if I fast more in that area, and then they pay, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention, and pretty soon you got feathers that are falling out all these other different places because they're not paying attention. They're concentrating on one area that they should have already taken care of, but they didn't. That's why you got to keep yourself clean. Keep yourself oiled with the word. Keep yourself free from parasite. A parasite is anything that takes the life out of you. Anything. It could be your career. It could be your job. Anything that will cause you to be distracted. Could be money. Could be a guy. Could be a girl. Could be lust for material things. That's why the Bible says it's for the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Those three things get you every time. When things go wrong, the feathers become waterlogged, and they're no longer able to repel the water. They're no longer able to keep the water out. The water begins to seep in, and there's nothing that they can do. The duck becomes cold and miserable. And when a duck becomes cold and miserable, you know what they do? They begin to avoid the water. They don't want to go near it because their feathers have not been lubricated. They haven't been oiled. They're waterlogged. They're full of moisture. They're no longer warm. They're no longer the way that they should be. So the thing that should have been something where they could actually enjoy life now becomes something that they avoid. Like church. We get to that point where we just avoid it. Ah, I slept in on Sunday morning. One Sunday. Just, it's just one. And next Sunday, oh man, football game is starting. Okay, well, just another Sunday. And then another Sunday. And then another Sunday. You know how many Sundays there are that we all have excuses for avoiding the water? Whenever you avoid the water, whenever a duck avoids water, it only makes their condition worse. And then you wonder why you're cold, why you're damp, why you're muddy. Why you stink. If we were to apply the word to every area of our life purposefully, keeping ourselves clean and free from anything that would take away our strength, anything that would weigh us down, then when the waters of adversity or the waters of affliction come, and they will come, 
Because every single one of us has waters that we need to go through. Every single one of us is going to walk through those waters of affliction. Every single one of us is going to walk through those waters of adversity. Not just one, not just two, everybody in here. You're going to walk through it. But if you're not oiled, if you're not washing, if you're not cleansing, if you're not purifying, then what's going to happen is you're going to get weighed down. Your feathers are going to become heavy. You're going to get cold. You're going to get damp. You're going to get parasites. And then you're going to begin to avoid the thing that you love the most. And that's God. Sometimes when the waters come and we're beginning to walk through them, we think that they're so deep that we're going to be overcome by them, that the waters are going to overwhelm us. I've been there so many times. But I want to let you know, you take care of your feathers. You take care of your mind. You take care of your heart. You take care of your spirit. Then it'll roll off of you like water off a duck's back. Like water off a duck's back. That's what's going to happen. You will not sink. You will not drown. You will be able to swim through the turbulence, through the turmoil, through the adversity, through everything that you have been thrown. You will be able to swim because you will be oiled. You will be ready to face whatever the enemy throws at you. See, the words of your enemies will not be able to stick to you either. I loved it today when Rick was saying, you know, blessed, he, he used the Beatitudes, blessed are those when men persecute you, revile you. And he equated the, the words that people use, the persecutions. He said, as many people as talk about you, that's how many blessings you're going to get. And I was like, man, I'm in here for a hurricane. I'm in here for a a tornado of blessings. I got them coming. And so do you. So do you. But only if you keep your feathers oiled. If you don't keep your feathers oiled, then the words that the enemy brings to you, you're not going to be able to have them roll off you like a duck's back. Roll off your back like water. I'm getting confused. Doesn't matter how painful the words are. Doesn't matter how deep they cut. Whether the words that they use are distorted, whether the words that they use are true, or whether they are false, it doesn't matter. When they're spoken of in secret or whether they're spoken of publicly, they will roll off of you without weighing you down. They will not be able to stick because you have used the oil of the word to not only anoint you, but to separate you, to cause you to know that you have been called for a purpose. You can let things just roll right off of you. They don't have to become attached to you. They don't have to draw you down. Instead, you can take the offense. You can choose to let things slide off of you. You know that I was reading the other day, and it was talking about how, you know, football season is here right now. And, you know, you always want to be able to 
have the ball. You want to be on the offense because when you are on the offense, you have the opportunity to score. You don't want to be on the defense because you're, the defense is like you're, you're, you're trying to hold them back and hold them back and hold them back. I want to let you know something today. We are the offense. We are the offense. We have the ball. We have the goods. We have the ability to score. We have the ability to have victory after victory after victory. But if you drop the ball, if you don't keep yourself oiled, if you don't keep yourself immersed in the word of God, if you're not cleansing yourself, then guess what? You're dropping the ball. Do you have the opportunity? Yes, you do. But you don't have to. Jesus said, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And when he said that, he said, nobody can take the ball from you. Just like the word of God says in Romans 8, nothing can separate you from the word of God. Nothing. Not things past, not things present, not things to come, not angels, not demons. Nothing can separate you from his love but you. You're the only one who can separate you from his love. You're the only one, you, who can purposefully oil yourself. You have to do it. You got to be a duck. See, as a duck, I want to be able to fly. I want to be able to swim. I want to be able to not have anything weigh me down. Have I always done this? No be honest with you, no. Things have weighed me down. Things have caused me to feel like I'm drowning. Things have caused me to say, you know what? I feel like the water's right here, right at my nose. I haven't always taken this scripture that when I walk through the waters, I will not be overwhelmed because I was feeling overwhelmed many, many a time. But once I stepped back and I began to see that I have the ball, that I am on the offense, that I do not have to relinquish my position. I do not have to allow the enemy to overwhelm me. I know what I have to do. And you know what you have to do. You know what you have to do to stay here. You know what it is to have to serve God day after day, week after week, year after year. I know what it's like. 35 years. Next month will be 35 years. I know what it's going to take. But I'm going to let you know something. I was talking to Pastor Rick and we were having lunch. And we were talking about the position that I have now. And how my relationship with the Lord before could not equip me for what I have to do now. I had to let go of that relationship. That relationship wasn't going to get me into this position. I had to start a whole new one. I had to start a fresh one. I had to learn where the oil gland was and where I had to oil myself down, not just on the top, but underneath and all over the place because I could not let the enemy come in. When the words came, when the accusations came, when the enemy came to try to cause me to lose my waterproofing, I had to do it all over again, and I had to do it all over again, and I had to do it all over again. And every time the enemy comes, that's what you got to do. You got to find that oil gland. You know where it's at. It's in your word. It's in your word. 
You got to get into your word. Healing comes through his word. Cleansing comes through his word. Joy comes through his word. Not through any body. Only through his word. Stand with me tonight. Title of the message was, put on your armor like a duck. Because we all have some armor that needs to be taken care of. You know the areas in your life that you're not oiled in. Nobody knows them better than you. And this altar call, it's an altar call for you to come and get oiled. Whatever area needs to be oiled. Your discipline, your endurance, your mind, your heart, your spirit, letting go. I don't know what area it is, but all I know is that this is where the oil is, right here. And once you're up here, then you find that oil gland and you begin to oil your feathers down so that you'll be able to be here in another year, in another five years, in another 10 years, and the Lord should tarry another 20 or 30 years. Nobody knows like you the areas that need to be oiled. The altars are open for you to come. Yeah. 